I'm going to tell you the story now of that small man. You probably know his name. Can anybody guess his name? The small man in the Bible. Is it even up there? No, there he is. Zacchaeus, have you heard of him? I think he might have done. You can find the story in Luke 19, which is on page 1053 in your church Bibles if you want to follow it. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. There he is. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. Oh, Cameron, have you got a question? You've got your hand up there. What's the tax collector? What's the tax collector? Well, that is a good question. Well, a tax collector is somebody who takes money from the people, yeah, to help the government. Today, people pay taxes. And um, so if they're earning money, they're doing a job and they're earning money, they have to pay taxes uh, to the government. And the government use that money to pay for things like hospitals and schools and the police and all those sort of things. Now, in Bible times, the tax collectors used to go around, so can I have your taxes, please? I need money for the government. Go on to taxes, please, thank you. Money for the government. Go on taxes, please. Uh, I'll have that one. I haven't worn the right clothes. I'm supposed to have a pocket. Pocket, that's mine. You got some taxes? Oh, no, I think that one would be for me. And that one? Oh, no, I'll have that one for me. Taxes for the government, yes. Taxes, please. Taxes, thank you. Thank you. Taxes for the government. I'll have that one. Taxes for the government. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll have that one. Can you see the chief tax or the tax collectors in Jesus' time used to pocket quite a lot of money for themselves. They used to keep quite a lot of the money. So do you think people liked tax collectors? No, they didn't like tax collectors because they were greedy and they were naughty because they took a lot of the money for themselves and they didn't give the money, uh, all of it, to the government. Now, Jesus had a disciple who used to be a tax collector. His name was Matthew. He was sometimes called Levi. Here he is with Jesus. But this story is about Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector. Now, Zacchaeus wanted to see who Jesus was. But because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. Why did he want to see Jesus? Well, Jesus had caused quite a stir. He'd been seen healing people. And lots of people were talking about him and crowds were following him. So Zacchaeus thought, this seems to be a special person. Oh, I want to know a bit more about him. So Zac ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. What's a sycamore fig tree like? 
Oh, a sycamore fig tree. Oh, good, look, we've got a picture of it. There's a sycamore fig tree. Can you see it? It's rather a good tree for climbing, I'd say. I bet some of you youngsters would like to go and climb that tree. It's got lots of good low branches to get along. And it'll be good if you're short, like Zacchaeus was. Well, the Bible goes on to say, when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter. He has gone to be the guest of a sinner? Why did they say that? Well, why did they say that? Why did they say he was a sinner? Well, as we mentioned earlier, everybody knew that tax collectors were cheats and they used to take a lot of the money for themselves. They were greedy and so they weren't very popular. But the people thought they hadn't done anything wrong. They didn't think they had any sin. So... They weren't very happy that Jesus wanted to go to the house for someone who was greedy and bad. The Bible goes on. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. So, if he had cheated someone out of £10, he would pay them back £40? Yeah, that's right. Amazing, isn't it? Quite a lot. Jesus had quite an effect on Zacchaeus. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Lost? Doesn't Zacchaeus know where he was? <laughs> well, it didn't mean lost in that sense. He wasn't lost in that he didn't know where he was going. It meant he was lost in his badness, in his naughtiness, in his sin. And there was no way out. But Jesus came and saved him. He gave him a way out, a way out of his sin of his badness. When you come into most villages in Buckinghamshire and Oxfordshire, you will see a sign for motorists. Does anybody know what that sign says? Mainly for people who are driving. For drivers. Any idea? It's, um, I'll give you a clue. It is uh, a triangle like that. And it has three words. Three words. Any idea? Yes. Kill your speed. You are good. Okay. Kill your speed because people who travel fast are in danger of causing accidents and getting fines by the police. Kill your speed. But the lesson we have from Zacchaeus is, now we'll have it, kill your greed. Because being greedy in life, just pursuing money for the sake of it, 
that that is our greatest security is as dangerous as traveling very fast in a restricted area that causes accidents. The trouble with kill your greed is the accidents are with you and with your relationships, the people whom you know. For example, one of the saddest things about greed is this, that it tends to isolate you. Isolate is an interesting word. It's a sort of a, a cold word. It causes you to be separate from other people or within yourself. It isolates you from, in two ways. The first, it isolates you from people and from friends and from church simply because you're too busy. Money takes time to make and time to keep. And lots of people spend all their life on both. And the casualty in families and in church and for prayer and for real relationships is poor personal friendships. That's very sad, isn't it? And secondly, money tends to isolate you from God. After all, think about it like this. If you have really lots and lots and lots of money, who needs God? I mean, really, who needs God? And we live in one of the fourth wealthiest country in the world. Who needs God? We can manage perfectly well without him. So it isolates us from the Lord Jesus. If you could have seen into Zach's heart, that's a difficult thing to do, or if you could see into mine or I into yours, let's stick to Zacchaeus for a moment. If we could see into his heart before he met Jesus, this is what his heart would be like. Uh, Martin, thank you for helping me out. Can you come up here a minute? Unrehearsed. Thank you. Uh, what I'd like you to do is just hold that for a minute, would you? It's good. Uh, you can have that, but only... I'll just put it there. Let's see. Look. It's good. Right. Just look that way. Now, what I want Martin to do, we're illustrating Zacchaeus' heart. And his heart is cold, hard, brittle, impenetrable. What I would like you to do, Martin, as my servant today, is start here... No, send the block of ice right round the church and let's see how long it lasts like that. Could you do that for me? Thank you. And if we are getting into trouble, Dr. Corbin, our medical officer, will help. No, 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 they've got to feel the cold. And when it comes round, would you please concentrate on me, don't let me distract, and see how long they can hold it for. Would you squeeze it hard and, and keep it? Good. So if we could see into Zach's heart, that's it, like a block of ice. Hard, cold, brittle, impenetrable. You couldn't get into it. Pass the ice along and listen to me as we think about this person, Zacchaeus. The warmth of God's love, however, needed to melt his heart. And the way to do that was to have 
contact. Contact with God and contact with people. Like this block of ice that's going to come right round the church. I want you to hold it. And I want you to just think about what a terrible thing it is to have a cold heart towards people in your family, at work, and a cold heart towards Jesus. What a terrible thing that is. So, the warmth of God's love and grace was needed to melt it. And when God melts a hard heart, a cold heart, not only is it a blessing to that person, but it's also a blessing for others. Did you remember what Jackie read to us? Listen to this. But Zacchaeus stood up and said, Lord, look, here and now I give half my possessions to the poor, and if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. And he became liberated from the coldness of all that he possessed. So what I want us to do, yes, keep it going, keep just, yeah, that's good, Martin, and, and don't let anybody be distracted from listening to me as well. <laughs> so, what we're going to do is just quickly think now then of the changes. This is no small change. Do you ever say, sometimes some people will say to somebody, keep the change. They said, because they don't miss it, no small change. Well, that doesn't mean, this means really this is a big, this is mega change, a big change. A big change. Let's look at three things quickly about Zacchaeus. The first, he was a grown man who became a child. You see in verse 3 that he ran and a senior civil servant, like a city banker, if you like, in his pinstripe suit, they don't run, they walk casually to their offices and go up in the lift. But here is Zacchaeus running, and of all things, Climbing a tree. Climbing a tree. Grown-ups don't do that. There you have the tree. And you will see also the next slide reminds us that Jesus sees Zacchaeus. Was he embarrassed? I think he probably was. If he wasn't, the people around thought, he's crazy. Fancy a grown man going up a tree like that. And somebody like him. Because, you know, he wasn't just a tax collector. He was the senior tax collector. He was the boss of the boss. A senior boss. He was a managing director, if you like. Fancy that. But perhaps more than anything else, pride keeps us back from Jesus. If your heart is cold, like that ice that's coming around, then you may well be isolated from Jesus. Yes? Isolated. I wonder if you like that. That when it comes to meeting with people, you pull back. When it comes to giving, you hold back. It's a terrible thing to be like that. So, here's a grown man who became a child. And this is what Jesus said in the previous verse. I tell you the truth. Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. That's what Zacchaeus did. Just think about that. Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a child, will not enter it. And that's what happened to him. Pride keeps us from Jesus. Secondly, here's the interesting thing about Zacchaeus. He was a seeking man who was found. 
He was seeking other things. I don't know. It would be interesting if we had a quick discussion, which we haven't got time for. Does money make you happy? Well, for sure, poverty doesn't. So, what we really mean, deep down happy. That's what we mean. We, we are to be thankful for what we have. And isn't it a lovely thing that in our giving just two weeks ago for Tools of the Mission, some £1,300 will be sent to people where it'll, it will do a tremendous amount of good. So money can be a good servant. But if it's the, if it's the end of our lives, whether we've got a lot or a little, we're in trouble. Here's a seeking man who has found, and the, what it says in verse 3 is this, he wanted to see Jesus. He wanted to see Jesus. What he didn't realize was this, that Jesus actually wanted to see him much more. He thought, I'll go and see what Jesus is like. Jesus came to him and spoke to him and saw him. Jesus was seeking him before he was seeking Jesus. Many of us who have come to a living faith look back over our lives and say, you know, I didn't realize all the time Jesus was seeking me, talking to me, challenging me. And sometimes I knew it and sometimes I didn't. A seeking man who was found. And the important thing about Zach is this. Though he wanted to see Jesus, Jesus wanted to see him. So we read in verse 10, listen to this. The Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Well, he knew his way around Jericho, but he didn't know his way to the kingdom of heaven. Isn't that amazing? He was religious, but he didn't know forgiveness. And lastly, and here's a play on words, he was a poor man who became rich. See verse 9? Jesus said to him, Today... Today salvation has come to this house because the man too is a son of Abraham. What that means is this, that though he was born into a privileged home, he was taught a religion about God and the Bible and the prophets and the law and all those things, yet he needed to know personally the living God. People thought he was very rich, but here is the thing, and try to think about this. Some people, some people are so poor, they only have money. Have you ever thought of that? Some people are so poor, they only have money. I think Zach was a bit like that. Zach's annual bonus would have been more than any would we would earn in a whole year. Think of that. And there are people like that today. We don't, the politicians don't like city bankers. Well, Zach was a bit like that. But, life without, how's my ice doing? Has everybody... Oh, of course, thank you. Martin, <laughs> It's melting. Good, good. Now you can concentrate. Thank you. It's amazing how distractions can come in church, isn't it? Okay. Yes, he was very wealthy, but before God he was a bankrupt sinner. He actually had nothing at all. And he needed the gift of forgiveness. So, Zach's 
a child of Abraham by birth. He was a Jew. He became a child of Abraham by faith. And he trusts in Jesus. And that's what Jesus means by that. A child of Abraham. By faith, we receive the forgiveness that God offers us in Jesus Christ. Last sentence. He welcomed Jesus gladly. Isn't that a lovely phrase? You have that in the story. He welcomed him gladly. And sometimes, you know, not just coming to Jericho, but coming to church. What a good place to find and discover, or perhaps rediscover Jesus. Do you remember that wonderful painting by Hallman Hunt, part of the Raphaelite um, artists? He saw that verse in the Bible. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and I will fellowship them and they with me. And he gives that picture, doesn't he? Jesus, the light of the world. Light coming to darkness. Hope coming to despair. But that was to the church. It's one thing to go to Jericho to a tax collector. It's quite another thing to come to religious people and say, open your heart to me. Don't be cold. Don't be like that block of ice. Don't. Just come to me. Don't be like that. How's the ice doing, Martin? Slipping. We're halfway. Well, there you. If I was to keep, if I if I repeated the talk and you sent it round the second, it wouldn't be a good idea. Is it okay? So, this, you see, there it is. Welcome Jesus gladly. That's what he did. That's what he did. 